conversations to give insight into human behavior and promote mental health wellness. I'm Dr. Kyle Osborne, and with my co-host, Dr. Jason Coleman, we'll discuss health topics, everyday life issues, and try to give you a better understanding of yourself, other people, and the world around you. So just sit back, relax, and hopefully you'll leave with some information that'll have you living your best healthy life. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing tonight? I'd like to welcome to our streaming platforms, the critically and clinically acclaimed show. I like these two gentlemen and their new show because when they came out, they came out with the phrase, ashy to classy. I like that. So everybody in the house and whatever streaming platform that you are viewing and listening, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, I want you to give these guys a warm round of applause for the Black Psychologist Podcast. I am one half of your humble and gracious host, Dr. Kyle Osborne. He is I and I am him. And you guys all know there's no way I could run this operation by myself. No way on earth. I'm here with the one and only. Let me reiterate how special this guy is. All right. Once again, he is the styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing psychologist, Dr. Jason Coleman. What's going on, good brother? going on bro it's been a minute man it's been a minute i'm good though how you doing absolutely all right we got a special guest tonight in the house man i'm happy you mentioned that jay because backed by popular demand this amazing woman has been kind enough to grace us with her presence call it a curse or just call her blessed if you can't handle her words then you ain't getting her best the queen of positivity herself Dr. Ashley Poole, what is going on? Dr. Poole, what's up? What's going on? Good evening. Good evening, everyone. You know, I, I'm with the good fellas. This <laughs> it always feels like home when I'm here. I'm really excited. I mean, and then I'm really just thinking about it. We, what, a couple days from the end of the year. So this is a perfect way for me to, you know, close out by joining you two on topics that I love talking about. You know, that's one thing I always say is so special about this podcast and just working with you all is that y'all come prepared. Kyle, JC, y'all be having them articles. Like it's just <laughs> it's not fluffy conversation and opinions. You know, we always gonna bring that evidence base to it. So appreciate y'all for having me. Absolutely. It's all about that uh all about that edutainment. That's education combined with entertainment for your listening and viewing pleasures. So uh but no, we we love having you here, Ashley. Um people have been asking about you. I'm I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> people have been asking about, "Oh, when's when's Ashley coming back on?" And we're like, "Y'all soon we you know she's busy." You know, she got, you know, the conversation with the Kennys every weekend, which is flowing, yeah. is taking off. I'm like, she busy. We got to, you know, she, we got to fit I'm our way in there. But she, no. you know, <laughs> always got time for the good fellas. So, yeah, like I, I told you, all anytime we need to talk and I'm ready to just hang out with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as we all get some free time, like I said, we got to do this live and in person. You know, I got some visions for 2023. So, you know, again, whenever y'all need a third opinion, holla at me. 
There it is. There it is. So we absolutely wanted to have you on, Ashley, because like you said, we're almost through December. Like we are literally almost halfway through December. You know, it's getting cold and chilly out there. You know, it's that season. You know, as, as we talk about, it's cuffing season. We into it, you know, it's trying to find out who, you know, you're going through your phone and being like, who do I want to hang out with these holidays? It's getting chilly out there. Who do I want to want to spoon up next to, you know? So it's going to be a situation where people are going to be looking through all of their different, you know, dating profiles and some of these folks that they've been, you know, maybe touching base with and going out with or whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, everybody typically has like a list. Right. People have have always had their checklist of a sense of um, of who their ideal partner is. And, you know, those characteristics generally include like a person maybe having a certain salary requirement or maybe like uh, specific physical attributes or like attractiveness, tall or short, skinny or thick, you know, education, ethnicity, whatever personality traits, all those different things, whether they have kids or they don't, religious even, right? Political affiliation, all of this, this checklist that a lot of, you know, people or even particular, maybe women, I don't want to generalize, but they have this checklist, right? I'm not going to just put y'all out there, but it's a checklist that people have. All right. However, another item has begun to make its way onto this checklist, right? And it's whether that person goes to therapy or not, right? This has been becoming more frequent. So the dating app hinge found that 88% of singles on that dating app prefer dating someone who goes to therapy and 97% of hinge users preferred to date someone who actively or who actively takes care of themselves um, or takes care of their mental health. And it says the dating app predicts is that ignoring your mental health has become one of the biggest dating deal breakers of 2022 going into 2023. Um, So Ashley, in your line of work or even personally with friends or family, have you seen or have you observed like this new wave of people, um, you know, mentioning or saying, or, you know, having a part of their checklist of people going to therapy? So I will say, um, y'all know social media is the area that I love to research. I love social media. I love using it. I love reading on it and, you know, just keeping up with trends. So I will say it's what I've seen is more cliche people posting about it. Like, you know, people in the comment section, oh, this person needs to go to therapy. I'm not dating them if they're not going to therapy. So I've seen it more so in the like proclamation, these statements that people are making in terms of my personal life. I don't have um, people that are saying that they want that in their partner per se, but they're saying more so that they themselves are going more to therapy. And I would say professionally, I have absolutely like whenever a woman, whenever the man, excuse me, whenever the man hits me up for therapy, I know it's definitely because the woman has threatened to leave. I would say 90% of the couples that I see where the man is the person that initiates the uh, therapeutic relationship or he's looking to set up counseling. It is because his woman added that to the checklist. And I'm because I'd be like, yo, like, how you find me? Like, and it's usually word of mouth. Like in the in the African American community, right. people are getting word of mouth. Like, and some of them, like, I'm only going if we go to Ashley. So I have seen where it's like this is over. So 
What was interesting about the articles I thought and what you sent was that people are saying, I'm not even going to get in a relationship with you. Like you said, when I'm doing that checklist, I'm looking at mm-hmm. how much you make, what's your salary? You've been to therapy. Whereas more so where what the demographic I'm seeing, and I wonder if age is relevant. Like, is there a certain age group that's more commonly or likely to do that? Because in my experience, I would say the average couple, probably like around 40 is average. So anywhere from like 30 to 45-ish, you know, I'm seeing and I'm seeing where they're like, look, I'm out the door unless you enroll us in some couples counsel right now. Hmm. I, I had a question for you. I, I mean, I got an opinion on it, but I just had a quick question. Those people that you're talking about, right? What are they coming to you for like relationship problems? Or are they or are they are they couples saying like there's a there's a mental health issue that's not like diagnosed that's not being addressed? So usually it's because the person's behavior in the relationship. So I will say most of the time, is there stuff that the woman could or the other person is not, you know, the one that's saying to give an ultimatum, they do have stuff they could work on. But a lot of their stuff can be addressed in like couples counseling, whereas it's usually some behavior. So I will say like with that, I am treating them as a couple. So I'm not necessarily like diagnosing either party with, you know, um, uh, psychopathology or diagnosis. But we talk. So we talking about like, I mean, like it might be emotional regulation. A person might have anger or issues, Mm -hmm. but we're not talking about like you better go to therapy and address that depression before I not deal with you or address that anxiety and take your medication or else I'm not going to deal with you. So it it is, but people don't explain it like that. So you got to figure all the jargon you just use and the dots that you connected are there because of your clinical background. But most people are just coming because they see something going on. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody, so you're able to But through time, I do find out, yes, that's really what it was. Like a lot of, you know, a couple of people might have had some childhood trauma that was never addressed. And so it manifests itself in this behavior in this person. And I end up, you know, referring, I would say most of the time, at least 50, at least 60 percent of the time, I am referring the guy to his own individual counsel. Like, the the mm-hmm. well, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just being specific to my clinical experience, the women I'm able to see individually in our couples, you know, through couples counsel, because through couples counsel, you know, you can see the parties individually still working on their collective goals. Though, like, you can't meet me one on one and tell me you great, go cheat. But I am referring out, and it usually is for what you mentioned, um, Jason, because they did experience some sort of like childhood trauma that um, is impacting them present day, never had therapy, never went through anything, didn't understand that this is why you do ABC in your relationship. Like maybe this is why you can't stop talking to other women. This is why you can't stop excessive shopping. This is why you um, can't keep a job is because you are like, you have low self-esteem or, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's very common, especially, you know, I'm from North Carolina, but I'm basing what I'm speaking on now here in the inner city. Go ahead, Kyle, because I know you got an opinion. So I get the aspect uh, or a situation where, okay, you have a couple and like you said, like the person is struggling with anger or the person is dealing with some type of impulsive issues, whether it be shopping or some other different impulsive behavior. Um, So I get it when you're in the relationship and you have an individual that their behavior is you know, either counterproductive or it's harmful towards the relationship. And so if one partner is 
oh, well, if you don't go to therapy, then that's it. Right. So I can completely understand that because that's a detriment to the collective union or to the right. to the relationship um, where I kind of I'm a little up in the air with for. Of course, I'm a huge subscriber and proponent of people going to therapy. Right. You don't necessarily need to be, um, you know, have this unhealthy behavior or you know, something as far as going off or severe symptoms in order for you to go to therapy, right? Like we've talked in the past that you should be going to therapy just as often as you go to see your primary, right? Once a year for checkups, just to kind of see if there are any blind spots, is there anything you can use an assistance with, whatever the situation is. Um, where I kind of get a little fuzzy about is if it's a situation where say you just meet a guy and like you said, that checklist is, oh, well, hey, are you going to therapy? And the guy's like, nah. And he's, she's like, oh, for real? Oh, no, then me and you, we, we can't do this. You see what I mean? Because I feel like that may be a bit unfair. Like, if the person isn't experiencing any type of stressors or things that he feels like, and I don't want to just keep saying he, but if that partner doesn't feel like it's, it's prompting them to go to therapy, is it fair for the other individual to say, hey, well, because you're not going to therapy and I, I love going to therapy or therapy has made me a better person, which we all know it does. But it's like, oh, since you're not going, then, yeah, I, you don't make the cut. Like, is that yeah. fair? Yo, this is why I asked the first question that I asked. Right. What are the reasons why they were coming to Ashley in the beginning? Just anecdotally, anecdotally right, because in one of these articles, similar to the number you threw out the hinge numbers, right? So 97% want somebody that takes care of their mental health. That's like asking, do you want a happy person, right? 90, the 3% of people, either they couldn't understand the words they were reading or they're not conscious while they were reading, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like asking, do you want a happy person? 97, 99% people are going to say yes. The 37, it sounds good, but it, but it's kind of concerning when you look at it. Right. Because they're saying I wouldn't date someone who isn't in therapy. Right. And it, it's assumed like when I read that, I immediately thought it was problematic. Right. Because it's like the person who their whole life, they sit on the couch and play video games. And then when they turn 27, all of a sudden they they decide to diet and go to the gym. And then when they come around you, all they want to talk about is dieting, going to the gym. And they want to push it on you. And if you don't want to die and go to the gym at that same time that they made their change, then mm -hmm. you're a bad person. Right. So I, it's bad it's, for them. Maybe that's what they're saying. Not a bad but person. That, bad but, for them. but that's what I mean. Right. Like there's almost like, like one of the articles we was reading, it was a girl that was talking about, I had to learn that I was controlling. Right. And then the next sentence out of her mouth was, and then I got rid of my partner because he didn't want to. <laughs> therapy when I told him to the next month I stuck with him for three months and then I got rid of him and then my I was I was reading it I was like she's talking about mindfulness and positive support <laughs> system and I'm like did that the therapist didn't address you being controlling okay that, male or female but that's the point I was making like if your partner needs therapy yes I'm a hundred percent on with you advocating for them to go right because you care about them but Stigma is still relevant and, and we're all still entitled to change at our own pace. So you always you still got to be conscious of the fact that your partner may not 
you know, be at that level, you know, but there's something to the honesty in saying, I've had enough. I'm leaving if you don't make the change now. Right. So what, what, where is that line to walk? I don't know. Right. But. Well, I got um, a question for both of y'all. Let's say that. Um, would you do you all feel this same? Because it sounds like and I'm not saying I feel differently. Like, right. But like in terms of that seems a bit excessive to have that you need to be in therapy on your checklist, of right. especially if nothing problematic is going on. But what what if, if a girl or a guy or anybody said, I don't want to date anybody that doesn't like go to the gym regularly or got a gym membership? How would you all feel? Is, is that equ- equally as problematic? Because I've seen that be more commonly stated like that's on their checklist like somebody that like you said so i i think when people say things too and that's why you know you got to like operationally define everything because there's a difference between taking care of your mental health and going to therapy like you could take care of your mental health without going to therapy right Right, like and same thing like with the gym you the gym absolutely is a great resource but you know some people that's like naturally thin or naturally built they might not feel the the need to go as regularly unless that's just something they enjoy. So I'm wondering how would, would y'all say that it's excessive if a fitness guru, a, a trainer, like let's say a girl Zumba trainer, body crazy, and she like, you know, yeah, I don't date minute don't work out. Like would y'all no, I, the same way as the I, girl that's saying, oh, you got to go to therapy? I don't, I don't think so because like when you was talking, I think that's a great, you made two great points, right? In my mind, you got my mind spinning because I don't, I think you're exactly right, right? Because it is the thing. When you say, I'm not going to date somebody that's going to therapy, I'm going, I'm done with that. I can't get on board with that. Now, if you're saying, I won't date someone who doesn't engage in regular self care, I'm totally fine with that. that that's like the, the same person that says, who's a fitness guru or in the yoga or whatever, and they're like, I want a partner that's active. That's just like me saying, I, I want a partner that goes to church. I want a partner that's going to work out. That may exclude people. That's fine, right? But to me, that's a lifestyle kind of thing, right? Therapy is it's not meant to be a chronic, you know, long-term thing unless you have a chronic mental health disorder. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know what Kyle think about it, but I agree with you. But I I, I would take it on a on a, on like a more of a kind of like a broad like self-care therapy can be a part, right? But the self-care would be the thing that would be the stickler. You know what I mean? I feel like, or I believe that when you become more specific and people are entitled to have whatever on their checklist, like if that's your preference, that's your preference and, and more power to you. I believe that when you make it more specific, like even in your example, ashy where you're like well i'm a fitness guru and you know i'm a or i'm a yoga instructor and i only date people that also you know work out or go to the gym i i think that kind of makes it somewhat more of like a an elitist right where you're putting this all right this is my activity this is what i value so now you're imposing my values your values onto that particular person and it's like oh if you don't well then you know, either one, you're not good enough for me or work. This isn't going to work. Right. Because this right. is a part of my lifestyle. If I'm in the gym five days a week, it's almost like you're looking down upon another person because they don't. Right. To a certain extent. I mean, maybe where's it might the, just be a situation where it's like, yeah, it's like maybe you're not looking down on, but you're like, oh, well, this person isn't going to gel well with me. Because like you said, if you have someone that's just naturally thin, 
then, all right, well, they may not feel the need to go to the gym or work out maybe as frequently as you do. Right. If it's a difference, I feel like someone saying, well, I want someone that's God fearing or that's religious. But what if that God fearing person is like that other person is like, well, I believe in God. I just don't go to church. Right. I believe in God. I'm religious and I believe in a higher power. I, I am a Christian, but I don't go to church regularly. And you have this other person who's like, oh, I'm going to ch- I'm in choir. I'm on the usher board. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little different. Like, are you going to not are you going to X this person off of your list just because they say that they they you know, what I mean, they're a Christian or they're religious, but they just don't do it to the same extent as you. I think the answer for most people is. In that instance, in a lot of instances, yes. Right. Like, because. Yeah. That's why I thought what Ashley brought up was so important, right? Because a lot of those things are lifestyle. Like, like going to therapy is not a, a lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's a thing that you do. It's like going to your cardiologist. <laughs> going to your primary care physician is not a lifestyle. It's it's something that you might do in, in a course of healthy living, right? But mindfulness is a lifestyle, right? A healthy diet is a lifestyle. Act, being active is a lifestyle. So it's just natural for us. Well, not natural, but one of the things human beings do when they're picking a partner, right? One of the things that is is salient to attraction and affiliation is things that we share, that we like, right? Yeah. And things that we have mm-hmm. in common. Mm-hmm. And if I get up every morning and I'm juicing and I'm running and I have a partner that gets up at two in the afternoon and sleeps all day, we might not be together too long, right? Right. I mean, but so... Along the lines of what Ashley, the point she brought up, the fitness guru is probably not going to be with a non-active couch potato video game nerd. It's just not. It's not likely to happen. But see where that to me, where it all like connects is that, you know, we talk about this a lot just in terms of what, what are you looking for in a partner? Right. Like, you know, what what needs do you need it to feel? Because like, let's say it's a person that just needs somebody to help take care of the home and the kids. Then they got their whole lifestyle of fitness. But then you have some people that look at what their partner is supposed to do with them. So some people are perfectly fine as long as you ain't tripping when I'm juicing and that I'm getting up at 6 a.m. And you ain't complaining. Dang, you're making a lot of noise. And I'm and you able to let me do me and we could do what we have in common. I think that's where it works. And I think this is an important conversation because I know a lot of single people that want to be together. And I was doing a discussion and, and listening to something recently and reading literature on like the difference between personality and character. A lot of literature uses it interchangeably, but just kind of looking at behavior and this whole like opposites attracts thing and how long that like just where people kind of take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, they use that to apply to their relationship securing status and then they still end up either single or not having anything long term and i really think it boils down to them not being able to decipher or understand which one they need like do you need somebody that's going to allow you to do them and then y'all have y'all things or do you need somebody that you're going to spend your life with like i know for me i want somebody that i'm going to a man that's going to want to travel like i'm married now but he needed to be able to be traveling because like i'm t- I done traveled the whole East Coast, West Coast with my girls. I'm ready to go travel with a man now. So that was important to me. Other things, it's not necessarily so important that he be interested in or participate in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I love social media. He don't. 
would I like to be one of those couples that's viral on things? I wouldn't be against it. If he was into that, we probably would be. But the absence of that didn't make him not a good candidate. And I know a lot of people that's like, oh, well, I want somebody that wants to do TikToks with me. And, you know, you you miss out on somebody. So I do think that this conversation kind of comes full circle to really give people something to think about. Like, what are your wants, needs? And you know what I'm saying? How can you keep that balance so you don't stay single? Because I know a lot of people, I mean, and I hate saying it because it sounds like you hating, but it's a lot of people that's going to end up not knowing how to decipher between what they need, what they want, and how it can still work. And that's the flexibility aspect that I feel like is a key ingredient. I'm happy that therapy has becoming, you know, the stigma gradually is becoming less pronounced, right? More people are getting involved. They're starting to see it, you know, through your celebrities. You're seeing it on social media. It's becoming more normalized. And I'm happy about that, right? That's our goal as clinicians is to advocate and spread the word about mental health, um, and especially to populations and demographics of people where it was such a heavy stigma. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy that it's picking up steam. Um, I also have seen in the other side of the coin is that it's becoming more romanticized and it's become it's become the rigid thinking of it. And I, that's what I don't want it to be with a situation with therapy where, you know, when people become so immersed in it or engulfed and it's like oh, therapy, therapy, therapy. And like in this situation, when you start to endorse that rigid thinking, it's, oh, well, like it says, like in this example, um, if he refuses to go to therapy, dump him. Well, what if it's a situation where the person is in the therapy, but they're not in therapy right now, right? Like the person believes in therapy. They know therapy is helpful. However, it's a situation where it's like, well, I don't feel if I'm that partner, like I don't need to go to therapy. Like I don't feel the need for it. Like Jason said, it's it's a situation where outside of like you, a checkup type of situation, if there are no issues that are occurring or nothing that's, you know, prompting the need to go, then I'm not going to go. But if you have a partner or another individual who is like, oh, well, therapy is great. I'm in therapy. It's making me better. You should go to therapy. But it's like, all right, well, I like the, well, therapy is good, but I just don't need to go right now. Now it falls into that rigid thinking category. And like you said, you start Xing people out because they're not doing it to the extent that wherever you're at in your life. So I think that's where the flexibility needs to come into it, because if not, like you said, you're just going to be people are going to miss out. And you're going to end up single, man. And that's going to go. I have, again, and I have reservations about it, about people that have adopt that attitude because just in general, now, obviously we're talking in general, but you got to think about the type of, the profile, the type of person that goes through therapy, right? Goes through their, they're going through their own therapeutic change and they're focused on somebody else across the room, Right. They've had their aha moment. They've had they've, they've, they've had all of this emotional uh, uh, clarity, all of these, all of this growth in their life. And the first thing that they want to do, okay, is is push somebody else, ignore all of the stigma that they had to fight through, all of that hard work that they did. And the first thing that they want to do is point at somebody else. First of all, who's to say that that person is even qualified to point the finger at their partner, right? And what I'm getting at is, I would not be surprised. I don't know all these people personally, but I would not be surprised that the 37 people, 37% of the people that are insistent that they wouldn't date anybody that's not in therapy would probably be better off if they were focused on the reasons why they were in therapy rather than their partner. 
right? Because again, all of us as clinicians, how many times have we sat in a room with somebody and instead of focusing on their issue, what they want to talk about, their spouse, their mother, their brother, 10 years ago, five years ago, five minutes ago, everything but what you know is the problem, right? Which is your decision-making, your motivation, the people you keep picking, the, the things you're saying out of your mouth, your failed relationships, right? This is a, a common thing that we see with patients, right? Deflection, 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 right? Projection, project, all of this, right? So you really think that I'm going to take self-reports, results from a survey where almost half the people say my partner needs to be in therapy and I'm going to take that serious? <laughs> Hell no. Come on, bro. Like, let's be serious. It's, you know, it's just like if we went out into a, into a waiting room and we asked the patients, half the patients, what's the reason why you're here? And they'd be like, I ain't supposed to be here. I they supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so th that's what it means to me. So, of course, some of that is legitimate, but most of it is probably, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, listen, if you're lucky enough to make that checklist, right, of your partner or whoever, right, you make that checklist. Now you're in the couple, right? You gather together, you're rolling, <laughs> making through. All right. Now, now you and actually you touched on this a little earlier and I'm happy oh, you did, man, right? yeah, I teased man. this out. Talked about the social media aspect of it. Oh, All right. man. Now, everyone has a different opinion on the whole <laughs> amount of your life that you should reveal on social media. Right? Everybody has a different opinion. Some find it necessary to constantly update their IG, you know, on their followers on how adorable their partner looks while they sleep, mm -hmm. you know, or they're sitting in a driver's seat next to them taking pictures. You know, mm -hmm. they feel the need <laughs> to take little couple selfie pics. Yeah, you know, anytime they go anywhere, what they're eating. And yeah. then you have others that feel they need to post very little about the couple's content, you know, on social media. But what's that all about? All right. So I'm going to start this off. Right. All right. I'm going to I'm going to be the first one to jump on this. Grenade. Go ahead. Yeah. Let me I'm, I'm, let me jump on this relationship. Trying to set quick. the tone of the conversation. Yes, and step aside. All That's right. what he's trying to do. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> first off i want to start off by saying what typically happens is all right when you don't you know and forgive me for stereo for gender stereotyping i'm, I'm trying not to all right but this i'm going i'm going to go on a little bit of a rant just a little, a little smidge so this is what typically happens when you know you have one individual in the relationship that's not posting right or posting the pics on their partner right and then they start jumping to like the other partner who's not getting posted, they start to jump to these dramatic conclusions. It right. starts off with, are you, are you hiding me? Or what's <laughs> the situation of, are you ashamed of me? Or are you cheating? Like it starts to get into all these other different dramatic extended, like end of the spectrum type of, right. you know, conclusions. And it turns into a whole thing, right? It, it, it automatically goes. It doesn't just start off like, "Hey, what's going on? Why don't you post me?" It goes straight into, "Are you are you hiding me? Okay, are you ashamed?" Like all these other different things, and so like these you got are all like, the responses ready, huh? You got all oh, your listen, responses already ready. Listen, so you know, I feel like again, if you reel it back from just those things and actually have that conversation, there's a lot of different reasons why you know people aren't as 
you know, social media heavy or post as much. Right. I mean, I feel like a lot of folks fall into like that self-preservation situation, right? Where some folks are just more conservative overall. I feel like usually you'll see kind of a pattern where if the person really doesn't post that much about themselves, they're typically not going to post that much also about their partner. Or even if they don't like take pictures of themselves, you're not going to also see them really heavy on like their partner. Typically, you know, you'll kind of usually see like some consistency there. And, you know, I feel like more a conversation should take place before, you know what I mean? That, that those dramatic <laughs> conclusions start to jump place. You know, I've, I've experienced that in my, in my, um, my previous relationship or even current relationship. I'll even say that where it's like, because I'm not very couple relationship heavy posting, you know, I've gotten that. And, you know, and it's like, it, it turns into a whole like prolonged conversation. I don't know. I mean, Ashley, what do you think? Uh, you, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of touched on a point I was going to make. So I think I just, I, I appreciate that same energy. And if we're using generalizations, I would, I would say as a woman that just got married. Okay. So I was in the streets in DMs and all that kind of stuff the majority of the men that did not post and the majority of the women that didn't post is because they were doing other things. They wanted to present an image to society that shows that they were single or that they were recruiting, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, there's people that's full-fledged married, marriage posted their wife, their husband, and then still got a side thing on the side. Here's where it becomes problematic for me is when you have energy to share every happy aspect of your life and your relationship isn't one of them. That's a little bit concerning. So I'm not talking about the guy or the girl who really don't, like you said, they don't really post nothing on social media. So you don't, they just have a profile and maybe the profile is the way that they communicate, see what everybody else's updates are going on, but they're not sharing. But it's concerning to me. And I I know somebody, because I was in a predicament where an individual, you post everything, but your wife. You get a promotion, you posting that. You going out with the fellas to, I ain't gonna say the place, let's say they go, New York City, you posting that. You going to the Eagles game, you posting that. Every aspect of your happy moments is worth sharing, but that but, but that relationship is not. And I'm, I, that's just concerning to me. Like, why is that why? something? Why is it so concerning? Yeah, yeah, I would love to hear why is it so concerning. Why is it so? You it's know what? You know concerning why? because to I, me, okay, to me, yeah, if, if if I come up with a theory, let's say yeah. I come up with a theory on what is the catalyst for posting, right? Yeah. So the catalyst for posting could be maybe for more likes. Maybe you tried to post your significant other one time and you got fewer likes. Okay, so maybe that's why you don't. But the majority of people, what I'm saying is that it's concerning to me because I'm wondering what what eliminates the relationship okay because you post your job so you ain't that private because you got everybody knowing that you work mm-hmm. for uh what john hopkins medical center okay so mm-hmm. that's not enough you bought a new car and you are everybody we know you at bmw at mainline so you ain't that private you at ocean prime live you know what i'm saying like so so you're not a really private person in that aspect of things why is it that this relationship is so private and hidden. And I do want to ask y'all, so, and then I want to ask y'all, what percentage of men do y'all think 
don't post their significant other. Oh, yeah, that's, that's absurd. Everybody, all, I wish people was on Facebook Live right now. Offended, I put the piranhas. So answer that question. So I want feedback on what I shared. But before we get to that, that's a direct question. What percentage of men mm-hmm. do you all believe that are in significant, you know, relationships that post their life? But don't post their significant other are cheating. What percentage are cheaters? Twenty they are cheating. Twenty. Yeah, I, I think it's smaller than you think. But but listen, let me ask. Let me answer a question first. No, we gotta redo this. We got. Let me ask a question first. On live. We I'm need a live studio from, I'm audience. I'm not talking from personal experience, right? But I find your position a little disingenuous, right? And I got to speak up for the fellas. And this is what I'm going to say. Get him, Jay. If I was to tell you, right, that I didn't post my children, right, is it because I'm ashamed of them? No. It could be just I'm a private person. That's an aspect of my life that I don't want to share. Now, I could go get a new pair of Air Jordans. Help me understand why. I'm trying to. My question is, the only reason why I bring it up is because if I didn't post my children, the assumption is not already going to be is the immediate assumption is going to be oh he's ashamed of his daughter he don't want nobody to have no he got kids, but if I don't post my wife, then that's what people assume. But this is my family; they're both part of my family. So why do we have to make that assumption? I'm just asking you because I would naturally make that assumption. People would say the majority of people because I study, so they would say it's probably because your kid's funny looking, like your baby ain't came into itself yet. People don't, or, or, or this is the other thing you think who, you, who would you say think that? He, he really think he rich homie quad because oh you know celebrities don't show their babies like well it's one celebrity we don't even know their baby name yet i forgot i'm not putting listen it's di- it may be different because i work in abuse and neglect and sex abuse i'm not putting pictures of my kids online everybody everybody thinks this is a this is a we find it's the internet you putting kids on your line on, online yeah pedophiles is online too so okay. so all of them pictures of people, kids, and tutus and bathing suits and this and that. You think it's cute. Other people think it's cute too. Privacy issue. You see what I'm saying? So immediately, if I don't post my kids, it could be an issue of privacy. But but if I apply that same standard to my wife, then everybody assumes that I'm cheating. I don't get it. People are well, one, I th- I think it's unfortunate people tend to go steer towards the negative, right? It can be, oh, maybe the person's more private. Preach on it, brother. It's like, oh, they have to be ashamed of it or they're hiding something. You would be surprised, actually, about how many guys, and again, we don't, you know, this isn't as well known because this requires more like vulnerable type of conversation from guys. And unfortunately, just as a whole, guys aren't vulnerable as far as how they feel about this. But you'd be surprised of how private guys feel about their their partner, especially someone they actually really care about, right? Um, it's a situation a lot of times I know, at least with some guys, myself included, is that um, I think it builds up to that. I mean, every person is different, but I feel like not every every guy is as comfortable just kind of sharing their lady with, you know, with the world. Now, it's different if she has her own platform or something and she wants to do that. Cool. That's your own situation. You're free to post about however you want to. But I feel like it's a little different as far as like guys showing off. 
um, as far as their partner, because I feel like they're a little bit more private to more of a, a kind of more of a, a private kind of a she's mine type of situation. I mean, you got some guys that that love showing each chick off like, yo, this is, you know, this is who she is. She's doing whatever and, and wearing whatever. Those are the guys that are like, you know, I think are more showy in regards to this is what I got because it makes them feel good about themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So even though there, and there is a group of people that's in between the problem that I have with the whole showing your partner off. And I think this also falls into the category of category of people that do it to extreme is that it's just what it is. It's very superficial. Like it's not really always indicative of the relationship is doing great. Right. Y'all might be posting all doing all these, taking all these selfie pics and situation, but the relationship is probably, or maybe a mess, but you're still going to give up that facade or that showcase of, Oh, well, we're doing great. We're doing all different types of things. And honestly, it's almost like, I've noticed um, that a lot of these pics of people showing off, like whoever, it's almost like a gender reveal type of situation, right? Like as soon as you, as soon as you post your partner or that person that you're involved with, it turns into a whole thing. You start getting likes and feedbacks and comments. Okay. I see you kid. This is what you got. Such and such. Or don't act like actually the first time you posted your guy, what kind of feedback did you get? Well, I got a lot of positive feedback, but I mean, I operated the same way. So I'm wondering if there's a difference if we were to like research this between like showing your partner versus showing your spouse. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I think a lot of times, you know, so I'm not so I want to be very specific about the profile of person I'm talking about, because I don't because I know people like I had even archived my post. Like when he proposed, I posted. I was all excited. Then I archived it because I was like, things fall apart and I ain't great be out here. I'm too heavy on social media, like with sharing and showing things. And I'm very transparent when I take a test and I'm not successful. I share that with people like i and pretty much an open book. And I do that for accountability. So I did get a lot of positive feedback, but I was very mindful. Like a lot of times I wasn't posting those still images because it might be, you would have to go off a screenshot. It wasn't like you was gonna be able to go to my page and see that I had a man until I was married. Like Cardi B said, ain't no ring on my hand. You ain't going on my gram because relationships, things fall apart. What that's, I'm talking really about- a good point. I'm gonna get back to that. I'm happy you mentioned I'm it. I'm talking about the guy- that is in a significant long-term relationship that shares all elements of happiness in his life. So in in in, in the in the only absent thing is his wife. <laughs> yeah, I like how you put it like that. Well, a lot like of those things, like right? That. Here's the thing, right? A lot of those things that you like in your example that you mentioned are superficial. Right. Going to the Eagles game, going here, <laughs> going to New York, going to these there. That's yo, superficial. You just posting yo, that up, man. and it's like. All right, that's nothing, right? It's not the same as a situation of like, all right, I'm posting these intimate photos of me and my well, girl. Why you didn't post when y'all went to no, not intimate? So that's what I'm saying. She went to an Eagles game with you too. Don't she ain't making cut, it, baby boy. Don't like, what's up? You didn't see now you moving the goalposts because you didn't no, say she was at the Eagles game. No, so this is what I'm saying. I know she is at all. She like, listen, guys, see this, this person is not going up on his page at all. Like, so I'm so let's dissect this guy. I'm not disagreeing that y'all don't have the 25% of the guys that's doing this or the 25% talking about the 50%. And and I'm talking about the 50%. And y'all don't know as many guys because it's profile, probably not because of just the gender difference. Like y'all could probably tell me some things about women that over time I've learned to be true. Like I used to think I knew a bunch of good women, you know what I'm saying? But I realized that I didn't, I knew a lot of 
financially stable women. And to me, that meant good because, you know, with this whole $40, yeah. uh, baby yeah, yeah, yeah. mom needs something, I I, I kind of capsule that to be, oh, I know a lot of great women. I don't know why so-and-so, but I'll be like, oh, yeah, I see why sis <laughs> struggling a little bit in the dating thing. So I'm talking about the guy that has a social media presence. Mm-hmm. He, about, he, he shows every area of happiness so we see his child his kids you know what i'm saying they went out for ice cream cold stone you know he's posting a yo degree graduation big dog status you know he's visible we know where he worked we know everything that's supposed to be not superficial we knew when his cousin was sick with cancer because he was in the hospital stay strong uh Hemi strong, okay, but the girl. So let's talk about him. Let's let's pause right, on this. Let's, let's let's talk about him. I'm with yeah. it. On right. options of why he might not be posted. So Kyle, I will. I'll accept that point that you made. Is there any other reason other than because? I mean, my thing is first of all, see, and that's what I was telling my bro. The eloquence of what you asked the question. I, I listen. It was a setup from the beginning, the right and then the left. Because see, how you asked the question, you said all. Oh, Elements of happiness, you know what I'm saying, in his life. That's how she got you, my brother. Right? For that one, <laughs> and no, I, and it's I'm okay. Not, no, it's, it's it's all right. I, I heard, I heard everything she said. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, I'm saying you and me, us. But but this is the the thing. I think when you see that situation, specifically what she's talking about, more than most likely, you can't. I don't know every situation, but more than most likely, no matter how you slice it, it's not a. It's probably just not a serious relationship. Even whether it's not a serious relationship to both parties, whether it's not a serious relationship to one of both parties, but or it's not an equal relationship, but it's just not a serious relationship, right? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, this is the thing. Like, I mean, I fall in one of those categories, right? Because I do post some pictures, but you know what I mean. I do I post a lot of pictures? No. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, there's enough on there where it's like, you ain't going to think I'm living alone in a hole. You know what I mean? But I definitely post more of, like, my boys and myself in general than my significant other. But it's a lot of reasons for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And most of them revolve around all of the stuff that he was talking about earlier. Now, I can lean on that and stand on that. Why? Because... I mean, you as long as you're not lazy and you scroll down three pictures, you're going to see some somebody, right? So mm-hmm. my history, you go back years, it's more of like a, just kind of a preference. Oh, like I certain, know. <laughs> I've been right? watching y'all. <laughs> so, well, right? so, so, so if you know that, then you would know, right? And I'm not saying, obviously, you know, I ain't talk being smart, but I'm just saying anybody who know me would know that the pictures that I have up there is for... It's, it's for that reason, right? To make that statement. Because if it was up to me, I probably wouldn't have none up there. And it has nothing to do with a shame. It has something to do with the fact that, like he said, every time I put up a picture, I'm, I've scrutinized every single thing that is, is said under it. You know what I mean? Or I have in the past. You know, not currently, but, um, you know, it's, 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 it's just not necessarily something that I'm going to choose to share all the time. I believe it's important. Um, and we're still talking about this guy. That's cool. We're going to stay with him. I think it's important for every relationship for there still to have some form of privacy that you don't share with the world. Right. Like, it's great. If they know you guys went out to eat. They know you're on vacation. They know this, that and the third. But I also feel like it's healthy 
for everything not to get posted. You see what I mean? Now, again, it's your it's your profile. It's your page. You can do and post whatever you want. But there's a reason why you have an individuals. We're going to we take a look at celebrity figures, Beyonce and Jay-Z. How often on his page does he post her? Not very frequently. Now, she's going crazy in the paint, whatever her post. And she'll you'll see more pictures or more posts of their couple situation, like if they're on vacation or when they do a photo shoot or so on and so forth. But it's very limited on his. Now, I'm just kind of going based off of, you know, what I've seen. I don't know his page like verbatim or such, but it's typically you're going to have one individual that posts more about the relationship than the other. You see what I mean? Unless both people are like kind of really, like you said, heavy on social media and that's where their presence and that's just kind of their thing anyway, individually. But typically, I think one of the things, and I think he's talked about it in some interviews, Jay-Z has said, I'm not giving them everything. It's like, it's not healthy to have everybody in your situation or give them all that information because now, like you said, everybody feels, everybody has something to say, dissension starts to come about, people start, you know what I mean? All these other different elements. So you have to be really careful, I feel like, inviting and putting so much out there. Um, So I feel like having some healthy amount of privacy um, is important into the relationship. Another thing, I'm just going to kind of keep it as simple as it is, Ashley. What if the guy is just like, well, I don't want to post you. Yeah. Like, what if there's nothing really behind it? What if it's just like, hey, yeah, I'm posting that's everything that. else, but I, I just don't want to post because that's that's not like my Jay-Z, thing. Jay-Z said, if it wasn't for these pictures, they wouldn't see me at all. So Hove doesn't have an Instagram. Like, I think it went viral when, like, the uh, movie that with Regina King or something came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said that he had an Instagram maybe for, like, five minutes. Beyonce, 90% of her posts are her. Now, she does have some with him sprinkled up there if it's a special occasion. So I understand the privacy, but here's where it's just a little bit concerning is when we're not saying, we're, we're saying that you're not sharing any element of your relationship. And I think it's concerning that you are in an intimate, romantic, long term, committed relationship with someone and there's not any element of a of, of, of that relationship that you could share with social media, but you share everything else to me, I couldn't be with a guy like that. And, and see, luckily for me, my husband's not on social media. And if he didn't post, if he was on social media and we decided we wasn't going to post, I'm all about being fair. You don't post me, I don't post you, that's fine. But I'm telling you in, the, in regards to if we really isolate the person, I'm sure we would have a reason because we're saying someone who's not anti-social media. So he believes in social media because he's on it and mm-hmm. he posts everything but her. To me, I just can't really I can't rationalize that. It's, it's but, all- but, but what if he's doing everything like what if he does? He checks the box in every category else. Right. Like he's, he's at home. He's doing his thing perfect guy, whatever the situation is, the only thing that he doesn't do in this case is post his girl. He doesn't post you. You see what I mean? But everything else, he's cool. Then what? And that's what I mean. Like, we're setting up the perfect situation where it's right. like... So if he does everything else, he just doesn't post you or the significant other, but he's home on time, he makes good money, he's he's intuitive, he's emotionally supportive, blah, 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 all that other stuff. He just doesn't do that. Then what? I prob- I'm not saying I would end the relationship. I definitely wouldn't post him. Okay. And he would see he 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 it would probably bother him the attention that 
that, that, that I would get because I'm telling you, when you don't post nobody, it leaves room for people to post inappropriate, but, vulgar things. And so the, my thing is, no, I just want to bring it full circle and just that. close out adding like, to me, it's still like in the back of my head, I'm not going to lie. I would be like, wow, why is everything in his life worth posting but me? I would, I would, that would always be a question. Of course, I mean, I've been living, I know it ain't, you know, at least for me, I don't, I didn't meet a lot of guys that I could, it was easy for me to meet a guy. It wasn't easy for me to like a guy and want to sustain something with him because I'm an intellect. I love these kind of conversations. Um, could be maybe nerdy or boring to some people. So with that being said, I'll be like, damn, like, I mean, he went to his mom's house. He posted a whole live video with his mom. He went here. I would just wonder, like, what's up? But again, I think we're talking about, that's why I said from the beginning, and I'm not, the conversation was kind of framed with like the things that are important to women, right? That's it. because again, that most people, like how many dudes do you really hear with that complaint? Like if my girl don't post me enough. Like I, true. I've never really that's had that conversation with, a, with another man. I'm not, I'm not saying- He, not he saying does ask a pretty good question happened. though. I'm not saying it has never happened, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, this, just hear me out. What I'm saying is, think about what you said, right? And this is the reason why I bring it down to gender, because, and why men wouldn't have these complaints is because, think about what you said. You was like, yo, if he don't post me or I don't post him, then people going to be jumping in my DMs. Kyle understand, I understand as a man that people going to talk to your girl all day, every day, with DMs, anyway, without they, DMs, yeah. at the gym, in the what library, everywhere. You? So you have to wake up and be able to operate with that going on all day, every day, mm-hmm. right? But a woman's perspective is stamp me, put your put, stamp me, claim me in public, right? Well, That's no, why I said no, it's a not- gender thing because well, we, it would we're be like- always, as men, like we always in that position. But to There's me, always somebody like in this. your DMs, in your face, and you're buying you a drink. Say- Let's so, say, okay, let's say this. So this it, is it like, for, for that to be important to us, right? Mm-hmm. Would make us look dependent, needy, and, and we would be called all types of derogatory okay. terms. So let me back up. You're, let me back up and say that I don't care. Like, it's it's not problematic. Um, um it, But it, I'm saying it's something to discuss and understand. Yeah. Now, we, we're yeah, we're yeah, kind of yeah. shifting the conversation. I don't want you to think, see, I've always been like, you know, I bring the table to the relationships with. No, we talking about the issue. You're saying, yeah, you ain't got to stamp me and do anything, but I, I'm just saying what would be concerning. Now, here's how it would be for men. And maybe, you know what I'm saying? You would have to make it more contextual for them. And the reason it's like that, though, is because what y'all aren't, what y'all haven't admitted is that there are men that are doing that because they want to get more Kit Kat. Like, I, I gave mean, you the 20, I gave you the 20%. As soon as you asked me. <laughs> oh, but you just okay. So, so y'all are saying it's is to cheat, right? To ch- make cheat. I, I think mean, it's yo, a I, it's a small number of of guys that it. if they're not, if they're not posting, it's because of the cheating factor. It's okay. not it's not as large as you word. think. I need y'all to say it out loud. Okay, so now that we've had that part, right? Let me add this. It would be like this. It would be like let's say guys. So you know what I'm saying. I know some guys that they like to maybe dress up or go out, whatever it is that they value. So let's take the man and what he value. Let's say it's going out, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say he like take his woman fine dining because he, I know a lot of chefs, a lot of men that like to eat. So let's say every time she go out with you, she looking like bonnet baby. Like, so she throw on sweats, 
she got on a hoodie and her hair ain't done. She she looks really, she looks the way that you least prefer her. Right. She's like, she just, she like, she chill, chill mode. Where she's going out with me. But, but, but y'all are going somewhere where you done threw something fly on, but she just, she just really like, don't put no energy towards anything y'all are doing. She's not, but when she get ready to go out with her girls, she look like she is about to go the, on stage and perform. It's the freakum dress. It's it's the freakum dress. That to me would be uh of, of more of a red flag. It's just like well, when I'm with you, I, I don't want to have to put on. I just want and you like, yo, like but th- that for me, and it, and, it, and I agree for, like for, for the me, guy as that, a man, that, let's, let's say for the guy that values his woman looking cute and you know, dress it up and make it be, real for me. That's, that's hundred percent one of the things I would value, and it would be a thousand red flags for me. Way more than her posting ten Instagram exactly. photos. Nah, but think about what I'm saying. It, it and it's not a, it, it's not about her going. It could be her going out with her girls. It could be her going out to school. It could be her going to work. Right. My thing is, if she make herself look extra presentable and put in that effort when she with me, it make me feel like she care about me. Right. It, so that's just an effort that you're putting in for me, right? Now, for me, I, I wouldn't assume that she's cheating if she's going out with her girls like that. I would just assume that she's not putting in the effort for me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because if she exactly. was dressing up for work, she could be putting in the effort for her career. It don't mean she got an affair going on at work. It just would say, well, Jay, you ain't the guy that she's waking up and saying, I want to do something nice for him. You know what I mean? But but what I'm saying is I don't devalue your point, right? Because for a lot of women, and, and we talk about technology in 2022, that's what posting my picture on Instagram may mean to them. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is the reverse to me and a lot of the men I know, we value way more you dressing up and going out and looking nice and smelling nice when you go out with me, whether than you post my face on your Instagram page. I don't care. I don't care. What is, yo, you posting Dr. Coleman face on your Instagram is not going to ward off Dr. Osborne from jumping in your DMs if he wants to holler or it's somebody right, else. But it, but it will put him in your DM instead of in your comment section. Uh, I mean, you. I, I think it, I'm not it, saying in terms you, of incre- increasing likelihood. I mean, men are very persistent. They are like 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 a man like believe it, yo. Like yo, the only thing that's going to stop a man from Talking to a woman that you're with is two things, either fear or respect, right? Every lust is going to make a man do something stupid. Mm-hmm. Lust will make a man talk to somebody's wife when they walk into another room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, only thing that's going to stop is, is your own principles, fear or respect. There's mm-hmm. nothing else that's going to stop a man from going after a woman that they like. They will come to your job, call your job. They, they're not going to stop because they're like, oh, yeah, she's with Jay. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> if, if if somebody fear me or respect me or if they have their own principles that say, yo, she in a relationship. But how many we have men out here that respect nothing because they ain't never been taught respect. Right. They don't fear nothing because they've been hurt very bad and they don't have any principles. But they I'm don't happy. fear anything until, they, until, until it's time to face consequences. So. A man going after a woman is not going to stop himself because there's another man involved. He has to have a reason. I'm happy you mentioned fear, Jay, because that would you be accepting of this rationale or excuse? 
what if the person doesn't post pictures <laughs> of his his partner due to fear of embarrassment upon breaking up? Right. Because how many times okay. has, has it been a situation where it's been uh, we're taking all these couple selfies where uh, we're doing all this, blah, 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 blah. And then you all break up. Right. Because now you done posted everything for everyone to consume. But now you done broke up. So now it's a situation where people are jumping. Oh, well, what happened? You such as like you were y'all were just here. And, and now you've because you've invited so many people into that realm of your life and it went left. You got a whole archive of your girl, all the, the different things. That's embarrassing to a lot of people. And you'd be surprised a lot of people, men and women, aren't equipped to handle that or they don't handle it very well. So going through the grieving process of the breakup, now you your whole <laughs> your whole timeline, your whole situation is filled up with that person. You got to go through Is you're going to delete them or you keep it up there. It's a lot of different ways of how that goes. So mm-hmm. that fear of embarrassment, because you we do have a lot of people, whether we see our clients or even people that we know that are, are in that position where they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. I don't want to post or anything because they feel like, well, if I pose them, I'm going to jinx it or the relationship is going to do this or that. And the third. So would that be an acceptable excuse for you? <laughs> I, so I want y'all to know for the record, I was isolating a guy, but I'm very strategic on social media. And I agree with y'all that me and my homeboy chats like we talk about girls that because it's mostly women that post and and then got to delete. Like, I believe women post and get excited about a relationship way too soon. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard for me to tell them that because they're not ready to hear it. A lot of women that I know, but I think women post way too soon. Like, it makes me think about one of y'all commented earlier, the relationship ain't what it seems to one person. One person is always more head over heels and into it than the other person. I'd be hating that. I'd be like, sis, you went out on a couple dates. He he telling you all these beautiful lies that you like to hear. See, that's the thing. And me and my husband was talking about that recently. Like after years of dating, you start to group women in categories and you start to be able to secure whatever it is you want from them a lot quicker because you already know what they need. I got one person I know that she's a very beautiful girl. So as long as you're going to gas that beauty up, whatever you need, you know what I'm saying? Another girl that if you, if you do acts of service, like once you find a person's love language and you make a woman comfortable and all these things, they open up. And then they think that just because they opened up that that equates to relationships. So I do believe in timeframes. I don't think you should be posting. That's why, like I said, even now, if you look on my page, like once he was my fiance and we was engaged for two years, that's when the heavy posting started. But I've been dating him since 2018, since I was a fourth year in the program. But nobody was gonna know that because you ain't going up there. What? I don't like I wasn't posting nothing unless it was marriage. Now I I just it, it I you know what I'm saying? Like to me, it's such a rare case of a guy that is strategically thinking about his relationship like that. And that's why I said a long term and committed. So I'm not talking I I would be the guy that you described, Kyle, like not wanting to post too soon for fear of embarrassment. I'm terrified of being embarrassed. I mean, I'm talking about after five years, you know what I'm saying? Like five years, we having unprotected sex like we and 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 you can't post any element of me to me. That's just that's that's weird. Like we went to the movies where so I'm not saying you got to post. We just, you know, yours, mine, ours. And you got to make a reel of love songs. I'm just saying, like, 
you posted, I know a dude that went to an event and posted that he was at the event and even like panned around and didn't show the and didn't show where there was an empty seat on one side and the girl was on the other side. Happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Maybe his yeah. phone, maybe the angle that he was taping from. Yeah, like you don't understand. People's, Yo, people's rotator cubs be having issues during audience. certain seasons. She's probably in a blast. Live studio yeah. audience, y'all. I want this on live. Like, we need to tag everybody that we know. Let's get some other dialogue. All right. People's rotator Yo. cuff. It's, it's tough sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? You can't, you don't get that, that position. Yeah, I mean, I know mine's been popping out the socket, so sometimes I, I can't get it. I can't get the whole room. Yeah. <laughs> it might be in the blind spot. Like, it happens. You know All right, I mean? so, let me, so let me ask this. This is my last question on this, because it's getting late. I will keep y'all up on it. Okay, so what if, it, it, would y'all agree, or or is there any level of more concern? Because I see where y'all level of concern is with this is very minimal. But what about if his girl tags him in a post and and what do y'all think if he doesn't add it to his timeline? I don't even know how to add something to my time. I'm be no, very no, honest. I'm saying like yeah, I mean, like, I, let's Jay, say I, I, I play the old guy role too. So I, I besides like this yo, person besides, knows, like, so it's not you posting, so you're not sharing your private moment, but it's already on social media anyway because she's posted it. Right. Y'all probably have some of the she same. Posted, I like it. I might comment. Emoji. All right. So, so here's the thing. If he, if that, if, if he gets tagged on it, or if he or she gets tagged on it, and they make it an issue, like, yo, why you tag me on this? That is, that's a red flag. Oh, well, I'm posting you. What? Like, yo, would you, why you tag me? Right. That, that's an issue. That would that would be indicative of okay, there's something else going on here. Like you, who are you ducking from? Okay, Now, if the person is chill with it, they're like, all right, well, you tag me, like whatever, like you said, Jay, I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna keep it pushing. Like I'm not gonna do anything with it. Like it, it's on my my timeline or anything. Like all right, cool. Like you, you know, rock out, right? But. If he makes it a big thing or he or she makes it a big thing or they cause issue with it, then I think that might be some underlying issues going on there. That I'm a, that's what I'll, I'll say in response to that. I need a part two of this. First of all, it's already 10 o'clock. We said yeah, we're do it. But see, that's the thing. Like, we need to do a just a check in every so often. Right. Like, right. you know, what I'm saying? like we just need to check in every so often Um, because because it's so, so much content. But. You know, just my final point is only to say, can we pause, make this a part two and have people on like, like, like not people on per se, but people actively commenting with this. Yeah, we, I'm I mean, we, should, we should do it like that. Let people, you know, go go crazy in the comments or whatever they want to do. I'm with it. So this is what we're going to do. All right. We'll do a part two. We'll set up a date. Of course, before we'll, we'll post it, you know, on um on our episode, I'll also send you a copy, um, Ashley, so you can you have the ability to edit it and you can post it on yours and such. You okay. see, um, and we'll come up with a date. We'll do the part two part. That's that's what we'll do. Yeah, we'll so do a live. We can do. We'll do a part two. We'll Facebook it live. We'll, we'll, we'll. That's how we'll do it. Yes. So to be continued, everybody, please. Get your popcorn ready. Get your point, <laughs> ladies. Let's right. let's let's roll the beautiful bean footage for these fellas 
on the Black Psychologist podcast because y'all capping for real. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do a study. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a little. Oh, listen, they, they don't know. Jay, Jay, she don't know. Listen, I gaslight the gaslighters. You know what I mean? Don't play with me. All this all this clinical training. We should do, we gotta do a cipher. We have, we gotta do a little quick cipher next year. We need to do something, okay? Listen, man, yeah, I, I you can't, got the I can't just throw the brothers under the bus like that. Oh, yeah, you know, we're going, we're going to shoot them some bail. The, the guy, all of them, we got them. We got them. Yeah, Listen. just because they're not posting, I can't I can't throw them under the bus like that. Ah, yeah, man. It's too much, too much vulnerability out here at State. <laughs> can't not go do that. Y'all really held it. I'm telling you, because I, I couldn't think of any valid point, but the way y'all elaborated on this whole privacy thing, and I would I would say that then we know, if it's a safety thing, I would say my husband, if he, you know, like he's like that. You know what I'm saying? He he does have an Instagram and because I be seeing where he liking all of the look, look at you. I be seeing uh-huh, look at you. Look, look you hear that? Jay. I be seeing who he be liking. But I do understand why he moves how he, you know what I'm saying, moves and stuff. So I'm not gonna act like I don't get it and like it's mandatory. But I investigators, I'm telling you. Majority of the people. So to be mm-hmm. continued. I that I, right. that's another question in that part too. Cause I I want to get in and hear from you and other women why you you you're so fused to that you know what i mean oh he seems he's hiding like you immediately go to that and like you said right. you, you're you're so investigative of let me see how he's moving out here let me see what, what's going on here <laughs> you know what I'm saying? what's the rhyme and reason why we're gonna get into it all right all right actually we appreciate you making the time to be on with us always a pleasure part two is absolutely coming up so um leave your comments and um put your comments in on youtube email us you know dm us all these other different things you guys know our um you know all our all our handles and such also shop mentalhealthclothing.com dr j as always because it's not good enough just for you to feel good you should look good too while you're feeling <laughs> my god you be. You know what I mean? just want right. to thank everybody you know who takes the time to listen um of course we want to thank our get our guest dr Poole. Um, and you know, we, we'll see y'all for part two. Absolutely. All right, y'all. All right, bro.